This episode is brought to you by Shopify. Forget the frustration of picking commerce platforms when you switch your business to Shopify, the global commerce platform that supercharges your selling wherever you sell. With Shopify, you'll harness the same intuitive features, trusted apps, and powerful analytics used by the world's leading brands. Sign up today for your $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash tech, all lowercase. That's shopify.com slash tech. That kid is back on the escalator again. Leave it alone. What? Comics. Who are you? I'm Batman. TV and movies. Wrestling. Um, Music. We are just getting started! Finally, a podcast about things you actually care about, hosted by a couple of guys who actually care about those things, too. What? Did we just become best friends? Yep. Maybe a little too much. Yes, that's awesome. The talented one, Chris Machete. That no-talent ass clown became famous. And Brenton, you know, that guy from your other favorite podcast. I liked it. I was good at it. So grab onto the handrail and don't let go. This is the Kids on the Escalator podcast. Here's CM and BD. I enjoy that intro all the time. Every time. Good job, Lonnie. Nice work. Good job, Mike, as well. Excellent stuff. And Mike's in there, and he's coming on later. And uh, we got oh, yeah. uh, we got a whole bunch of friends coming on today. Why, Chris? Why? Because it's it's, it's, it's the second man. It's the second annual. It came from the basement. Yay! Last year was a big success. Yay. We had things crawl out of the basement and make their way onto the show. Uh, and it was a fun, fun day. We had a shit ton of people from the Dean Blundell Network, amongst others, that came on. Um, now we have a lot of rock star friends. We had the fellas uh, from, you know, Todd and Brent from Slash's band yep. on, and of course they are rehearsing for tons of world domination for 22, so they couldn't make it this year. But we got tons of people uh, coming on to share what came from the basement. There's no shortage of rad people when you throw out the invite to come and talk about some toys. Now listen. Everyone settle in for a minute. We got a monster guest here. My favorite guy on the YouTube, as they as they call it. As uh, the kids call it. As the kids call it on the on YouTube. YouTube. That's right. Um, now, listen. Uh, this guy uh, is my go-to guy. Was my go-to guy when I bought this phone right here. And he'll mm-hmm. certainly appreciate the LG V60 I got going on here. But uh, he, was, he was the guy that I'm like, this guy speaks to me. He does right. the tech. He does all the things. Um, before we get into it came from the basement, mm-hmm. we need to talk to a guy that has rad stuff in his main room. Now, he might be in the basement. I'm not sure. But he's got a really great looking show and a lot of cool shit in it. And his name is Juan Carlos Bagnell. He is known as some gadget guy. And he is our new friend. And he is on the show. And hey, you, welcome to the sir? show, my friend. Hey. What's going on, buddy? What? That is like the best intro ever. I'm, Thank you. I'm all about that intro. I'm gonna just have to like hire you two guys around to be like my my flavor flaves. <laughs> I love it. I love it. Chris That's loves awesome. having a clock around his neck. Yeah, every single time. <laughs> right? uh, show, listen, buddy. man, welcome to it. Uh, I've been trying. We've been trying to get yeah. you on for a little while. You did my other show, which was awesome. And um, as I mentioned, you've got this great, uh, great YouTube uh, space that uh, breaks down some tech. And you do you go live Mondays. You were probably you know you do all this great stuff on there. But it is the Christmas season. You've reviewed yes. a shit ton of stuff this year. Yeah. Um, why don't you introduce yourself? 
on top of the intro that we gave you and then we'll dive yeah, in. Sure. There. Yeah, buddy. Yeah, I, I, I'll keep it short and sweet because, you know, I'm very long winded and we'll go off on tangents and get all sidetracked and stuff talking about the stuff I like to talk about. Uh, my name is Juan Bagnell. I review gadgets and, and the main idea is to try and get people to do more with the money that they spend on consumer electronics and, and to try and have a little bit more fun with this stuff is, you know, we're also two years into craziness and world calamity. So hopefully uh, we, we can still find some some of that some of that cool gear and some of those fun things to do and gaming and pc building and tips and tricks and tutorials and all that jazz so that's kind of my spiel right now um uh, you know it's a it's a fun gig and 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 i like the people i, I like the little nerd crew of, of of geeks at the lunchroom table you know like nice. we're kind of just <laughs> that little that little lunch table we all just get to nerd out over our pocket computers and stuff Man, it's when I was trying to get a new phone and all the rest of it, because there's so many of these, there was just something about your production and the way you popped out there. The, everything's in HD. And I'm like, that's what you want. You don't want a guy, you know, reviewing stuff that's basically like through it's a megaphone and it's glitching and it's crazy. Like the first, remember the first, so this is funny. So I was like, the first time I had Juan on my show, mm -hmm. I was like, all right, here we go. This is, I'm stoked about it. this is going to be great. And then my mic didn't work. Oh my gosh. Yeah. So I'm listening back to it. I'm like, well, Juan's wasn't working that well and mine wasn't. And I'm like, Hmm. It's what, but you know, we're doing it live. You know, yeah. it's uh, it's the gig. It's it's exactly what happened. I'm going wireless. You know, like you guys said, you know, pull stuff out from the basement, and I've been keeping a pretty decent collection up on the bookshelves behind me. So I might, I might actually like try and get up and walk around. We'll see if this I, works. It could I be noticed total there. calamity. Oh no, that's great. I see. Yeah, I'm, I'm, I'm was I didn't hear everything you said because I was looking behind you and I saw a Max figure back there from the Image yeah. Comics. Max. I, can Ooh, you can, we're already can into it? Look at this. Can shit. I see we're that? Into it. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I like to look at them myself. I'm oh there you go. Oh, Sam Keith's Max. Yeah. That is you you my my friend have excellent taste. This is one oh, of my thanks, all time buddy. favorite. The, the cartoon was great. Um oh, and the, the comic comics are phenomenal. Yeah. The, the, so the art layer, right? Sam Weinstein. Yeah. So yeah, that that's definitely one of the one of the biggies, and you know, it came from that era of like, yeah, like late '90s MTV yeah. you know, existential dread, and we were all feeling the feels of grunge rock and alternative, and uh, that that comic just came and just blindsided me. It's it's one of the few, like especially from that era, you know, just as I was starting college, that I, I kept the entire run of, and nice. and just. The the art style is is just so like big scary Hulk, but then the story is just so like intimate and tender and kind of that clashing idea of of, of art versus action versus storytelling. I just like rocked my world. You know, like you you there are all those like little media properties that kind of tilt your worldview two degrees. And the Max was absolutely. I, I know for like the MTV tunes, the Head was more popular. I was going to mention with, that. I was going to say that. Because that, that's I was the Generation the X Max. cartoons, right? Our, our generation. Yes. It's, yes, it's what absolutely. it is. It, it's, it's too, and, and when I'm drawing at home, I, I, I'm a comic book artist. And when I'm drawing at home, mm -hmm. I just get on the YouTube, man, and I'll put on like seasons of that stuff and just just go. <laughs> I'm kind of watching, kind of not, right? Hell yeah. But the cool thing, and, and the Max, the cool thing about I liked about the Max comic book and they portrayed it in the show was that they could tell a story with just like one uh, – with two panels basically yes and but it told yes. many pages it seemed in that one that one for that sure one panel or page his artwork was fantastic and very dark huh very he had like the 
take the curls off of hair and stuff. And I have some work he did on Wolverine and he's got tatters all over mm-hmm. the place in the claws or yeah. Oh yeah. Great stuff. Hey, well, then, yeah, oh, is that a classic yeah. transformer behind you as well? I've got a few. Yeah. Um, so I've got some of the reissues. Uh, my nice. transformers are kind of like my fidget spinners, you yeah. know, yeah. like um, <laughs> I, I need to occupy some tactile kind of. So transformers are great because you just sit oh. there and you transform and untransform and transform and untransform. So I've got um, some of the reissues, the encore editions of uh, Soundwave, tracks, oh. and Starscream. Yeah. And then I've got a couple of Optimus Primes. Ooh, and so that's he's in pretty that's good condition. Beauty. Is that an original one or is that a remake as well? No, it, it's it's one of the later rebuilds yeah. and reissues. I'm still trying to track down one that won't cost me like my my monthly mortgage. I know. Right? Um, I love it, the one with the tape there. Though. That's that sound waves great. Cause I oh. love. I had that when I was a kid. And you pop the tape out, and the tape turns into the little so, bird. It's so cool. This one's one of my favorites. He's the fully articulated sound wave. Wow. wow. That like has that like all awesome. the joints and like the replaceable hands, and he's got Megatron as as like an actual gun. And uh, they have uh, different sized tapes, so like your laser beak. Yeah. Um, actually has like articulated wings and like a head that can move around and feet that can move around a lot more. So, wow. so I mean, again, it's it's for a 40 year old man child yeah, <laughs> no. living out of his man cave. It's this kind of stuff that like I, I can hold it. it for me and <laughs> it's exciting. I, you know, I, I, I kind of get a little twitchy. I'm, I'm watching my daughter's six and I'm watching how many things are of my generation or even my parents' generation. And we're kind of just trying to try like repackage them for her and i want her to find her own things right i want her to find her own stuff i don't want her to have a retread of of my high school letterman jacket glory days um so these kinds of things help me just be the nostalgic nerd that i am and then hopefully she can go find her own stuff so she doesn't get to play with daddy's toys they're, they're no no well no you got to keep because you want to keep them in good condition if you're gonna, especially if you're going to take them out of the box and stuff you don't want the pieces of them everywhere as well do you remember the shogun <laughs> yeah. warriors i was not super into shogun no, warriors. how about that, micronauts that, that wasn't really my jam no how about micronauts you remember those? Uh, Micronauts were fun. Yeah. Uh, I I um I, I went through a, a brief like, you know, again I I kind of had a hard time where the collection started getting too crazy. Mm-hmm. You know, like the the every kid goes through like a Hot Wheels phase, right? Yeah. But trying to have a a, a, a curated collection of Hot Wheels is just impossible there right. are, you know so many different cars so many different packages so many different things and so i i always kind of gravitated towards something that felt a little bit more constrained or limited mm-hmm. and you like um like i used to be really I, I i've got them in a storage unit still but like the the star trek the next generation figures nice. for for like the first two years that they came out it was really limited it was like the bridge crew a klingon a ferengi a borg and then they started releasing like alternates and repaints and here's like the 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 episode where picard you know goes back in time and becomes a medical officer so it's just a repaint of picard in the blue uniform instead of the red uniform and (laughs) that's where i just had to stop i mean like i can't i i can't keep track of every single one of these they're not special when every single unit becomes like so sorry, that was a really rambling way of saying. <laughs> oh, that's great. That's great. I, I dabbled, but I didn't live there. So. Yeah. No, I followed <laughs> that whole conversation. I think that was great. 
I want to point out for the record, I'm the only one so far not sponsored by IKEA shelving. By the way, there you go. I know. Yeah, right? I, I, I saw your shelves. I was like, yes, same one, buddy. Yeah, mandatory. Awesome. These are awesome. They are good. <laughs> they're, they're mandatory. Yeah. No, that's a funny thing about the channel that we're on. We're the only one that dabbles in, like most of us, it's sports and news and stuff. And we're the yeah. nerd crew. But when we have the guests on, it's like, well, you're not really the nerds anymore because you guys are at the cool table now because everybody loves Marvel. They're the biggest making movies. Yeah. All the all the the parents of kids they want to know is dad is Hulk the strongest and i used to have my buddy texting me going okay so yeah uh, you got you got hulk you got superman you got wolverine like, who wins chris who do i you know who do i tell my kids wins right it's like cool stuff like that so well, yeah and, so- and and those are the conversations i love sharing it, it's just also like as as i've kind of gotten older i've become very protective of like my daughter's experiences mm-hmm. because uh when i was a kid my dad was so excited to share things like Spider-Man and Iron Man. And then he got excited when I started getting more into like Batman and the Flash. Nice. And and yeah. it, it was it was shared. You know, and the same thing for my mom. Like she was super into like, you know, um, the Beatles and Pink Floyd. And then I started finding my own music and she got excited to kind of watch me grow into that. And so for for me, it's it's like I've got this very protective, like, I want, I want to kind of get her started with some things that I think are cool. And then I want to see where she goes. Mm-hmm. And so for a lot of those, he's like, I, I'd love her to sort of work it out for herself. Who who wins Superman versus Hulk? Go ahead. Yeah. I don't yeah. have an answer for you. Right on. <laughs> <What> do you- <laughs> Yeah, do some, just say, do do your research, do your research, and show, then you show, let me know. show your work. Show yeah. your work. <laughs> I love it. I love it. Juan, you're on. Uh, you're getting some good audio. So on the gadget side, um, yeah. you're saying you're going wireless. So um, do you want to mm-hmm. show off a few gadgets as we go through here before we break out yeah. more retro toys from your world? What do you What do you What are you pimping there? Uh, for you, sure. What are you feeling? So so um, I mean, we we kind of built a, like the the little kernels of our relationship talking about like wireless mics and stuff. So this this I'm on the Rode Wireless Go, and uh, this is like a little portable recording pack that's wireless and it just connects to like whatever PC or phone that you want to use with it. Uh, I think they've designed it so that you would want to use it with like a clip-on lavalier mic, but I like this little magnetic system that they've got so it looks like the communicator badge from star trek it's this like little box (laughs) lump that's just sitting on my chest right now and then i'm just using some true wireless earbuds so that i can kind of reference and i can hear you guys but i don't have to stay like tethered yeah right it sounds good the audio is great this is a great promotion for them because i have been you know these these came out the this is the road wireless go to they came out i think early this year or late last year they have completely rocked my my production i used to find all these different like solutions like if i'm sitting at the desk i'm going to use this mic if i'm outside i'm going to use this mic if i'm kind of in a busy convention show which hasn't happened for two years i'm going to use these mics and this is so fast to set up get going connect to whatever you need and then it also has on device storage so right now it's recording a backup of my audio locally so if anything happens to your wireless, like because you know a lot of signal can get interfered with, these are very consumery products. They're not super expensive, but you can rely on them just a little bit more. So many of my videos, I don't even turn on another system. I just clip this directly to me, turn on just the transmitter, and I won't even turn on the receiver, and the transmitter will record on its own. It stores it all locally, and then I can dump that to whatever I'm going to edit on afterwards. Uh, the the combo pack where it's two channels and a, it's two mics and a receiver, so it's mm-hmm. a two channel system. It's three hundred dollars, but 
this is like the best $300 I think you can spend in prosumer audio right now. Pretty rad. Yeah, that's yeah, good. What are, some, really what are cool. some of your, uh, what's your, what's your go-to? Are you doing a year end kind of review and sort of like, what is your product <laughs> of 21 that you're pimping right now? So I actually did, I, I did my, I do a weekly podcast and, and we started talking about some of the breakdown there. And it was it was a really challenging year for a lot of people. Um, a lot of companies struggled, obviously, with all of these communications and, and distribution and component shortages. Um, I, I think the gamers in your audience know this pain really well. I mean, I, I'm still talking to people in my circles of family and friends. I don't have a PlayStation 5. I refuse to buy one from a scalper, and I'm going to get one at MSRP. And that hasn't happened for me yet. Um, and I have a pretty good relationship with Sony from their camera division, and it still hasn't happened for me yet. <laughs> um, so I, I, I really, there, there's kind of this sense of techie entitlement where you go in, you're like, this was the best phone of the year. And generally, it's just the one that sold the best. It was kind of the most popular. And that's a safe bet to make the most money on YouTube for your for whatever commentary you're trying to bridge. And this year for me was really all about the best tech is the tech that you already have. Um, I've got, you know, like my parents are on older phones, my brother and sister are on older phones. And this year at Thanksgiving, we finally got together after not being able to see each other for almost two years and just getting to show them like, oh, and there's this new update. Oh, and there's this app. And oh, if you mm -hmm. do this, you can send something like it's just like Apple's airdrop, but it's for Android. Oh, you can do this and check out what your camera has. <gasps> and it was so much fun kind of walking away from Thanksgiving dinner with all of them just excited again about some new things that they could do with the products that they already owned. It wasn't like, it would be really cool, but you've got to spend another thousand dollars on a brand new phone. Right. Instead, it was, oh, hey, here's my nephew. He lives out in rural New Mexico. He's got a Galaxy S10, which is now almost three years old. Hmm. His phone is more powerful than his laptop, his school issued laptop. Oh, and if wow. he plugs his phone into a monitor, it comes up with a desktop style computing interface, like mm. literally like just just rocked him, you know, like don't, his parents can't go and buy him a thousand dollar phone. But here his phone is more powerful than his laptop and you can yeah. do all these cool things with it. And so it was trying to get into that kind of conversation. Now, there was a lot of really fun stuff like I'm playing with the Pixel 6 Pro. I just flashed a Vivo X70 Pro Plus. Mm -hmm. I've got the Duo, the dual screen folding Microsoft. Oh, wow. Piece. I really like this guy. It's like a really cool little mini tablet thing that can kind of fit into your pocket and it's Blackberry style. Sony came out with just a ridiculous camera, camera centric phone that, I mean, genuinely could legitimately become like a pro rangefinder style camera system. And it just happens to be bolted to the back of a phone. I, I mean, it was a really good year for some experimental tech out there. And, and especially what are you, what are you using for video? What are you personally using for video right now? Because you um, the Vivo is kind of my jam. And it's a phone that you can only really import it here in the United States. It doesn't handle 5G very well. Uh, the the network and the band support, it's got limited support for T-Mobile's 5G. Um, but it's just a, a ridiculous uh, camera, it's mm. a series of cameras that are kind of, again, bolted to the back of what would normally be a regular phone. Heavy on a Zeiss mm. branding partnership, mm -hmm. excellent color reproduction. Some of the best raw images I've ever 
played with. So if you like to edit your photos after the fact, this gives Apple's Pro Raw a run for its money, excellent video controls, pretty good microphones. I mean, just top to bottom, it's a phenomenal performer. Great one, because now I've got to, yeah. you know, I spent a lot of time on your reviews for this V60 and changed my <laughs> life on the V60. Now you're telling me to get something else. No, I'm not. <laughs> I'm not telling you. So I just did a road trip and um, mm-hmm. I, I took, you know, like, again, I, I every every vacation becomes a working vacation because you want to, like, field test. Right. You know, like I, mm-hmm. we were hitting the road. We're driving through the southwest. This is an opportunity for I took five phones with me and just to kind of see, like, would this be able to replace a laptop? Would this be able to replace a camera? And one of the devices that, I mean, still, I mean, carried all my work, helped me replace a laptop, did did heavy lifting, computing, compute style uh, uh, work, was my V50. So like even the year before your V60. And it really drives home the idea that like, it, you have to go out of your way to, 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 to like run these things hard. We've been grossly overpaying or overbuying, I should say. We've been grossly overbuying compute power. It's like, think about it. Every two years, you buy a whole new computer and you cram it into a a shape in your your pocket. Those apps that developers are working on, they don't want to leave people behind. So app developers are looking at the majority of the audience that are on much lower power hardware the world over, like mid-ranger and entry-level phones. Mm. They still want revenue from those people, too. So none of this software is really taxing these, like, super premium workhorse expensive uh, gadgets. Like, we're, we're, we're not getting there yet. So I'm out there in the field shooting 4K video, editing and rendering from the phone, using it as a desktop, using it as a laptop, plugging it into monitors, plugging it into external storage, hooking up audio gear so that I can record with it if it's wireless mics, if it's cabled mics. And the the two-year-old phone was hanging in there just as well as the brand new phones. So your V60, I would say there's not really anything that's replaced it yet. No, like, no, I'm, it's running. Still, I'm running with it, man. <laughs> I'm running it. Tank. <laughs> I'm using and it for And the same thing would go for like a Galaxy Note owner, a Galaxy yeah. S20, not an S21, but a Galaxy S20 owner. If you're on an iPhone 11, you still have a monster phone in your pocket. I mean, all of these things are, are, are there's so much headroom and so much room to grow that it, unless mm. you are really pushing this device to its limits, maybe just hang with it for another year. Maybe get a little bit more bang for your buck. And Chris, I think a lot reckon? of people are going to be happy with that. Yeah, that's Chris, good advice. That's really good advice. Oh, I mean, I got like a, I think my wife got me a Google phone. But I, I don't use my phone for much stuff, really. You know what I mean? I'm not much. There's a lot of things that I don't know how to do on my phone and my laptop. <laughs> I work at home, too. So I always have the laptop mm-hmm. with me. Yeah. Um, but yeah, I got a Google phone. I don't know much about it, but uh, I don't do too much with I, it anyway. See, I've been a big fan <laughs> of the Pixels for keeping a really streamlined yeah, straight to the point, if you're going to use Gmail and Google Maps and other Google services yeah. and you've got a great little camera. I mean, like there's nothing that's really holding that phone back. Um, my dad's on a Pixel 4a. Uh, that was last year's phone. Um, my brother-in-law is still on a Pixel 3a. That was the mid-ranger from like three years ago or maybe even four, almost four years ago now. And like it does what he needs it to do. You know, yeah. why Why would he spend more? It was a $350 phone brand new that he got for half price six months after it came out. Mm-hmm. And so for, for less than $200, 
he's gone almost four years. So your cost of ownership is just so ridiculous right now. Mm-hmm. Why would he add 50 bucks a month for two years <laughs> to go and buy yeah, right? a new, more powerful phone? Again, mm-hmm. I, I feel like a lot of folks, like maybe the upgrade you could consider is battery life. And yeah, everybody needs that, right? But that's everything for me, man. I travel a lot and I'm always on this thing like crazy. So, mm-hmm. Chris, you had some questions for, for Juan on that before we move into. Some oh, yeah, just on the future of, again, on the toys and the technology of toys. What do you, what do you think we're going to have for the future of toys? So I'm hoping again, we started this off with me nerding out on Transformers. Um, I am so <laughs> I'm so crazy sad that I've not been able to secure the funds and to grab myself that self-transforming uh, oh, Optimus Prime. Yeah. But seeing that level of robotics start creeping in, I've got yeah. the op- the Transformers Armada Optimus where there was a sensor in the Optimus Prime so that it would send a signal to the to the trailer and the trailer would unfold on its own. Um, And that was early 2000s. I can't remember exactly when Armada was. Um, But that was like, oh, my God, this is amazing. Just think of what we're going to have in like another five years. And then Transformers kind of stayed the same (laughs) for the (laughs) next decade. Um, And then they put Mark Wahlberg in their movie. (laughs) <laughs> um, I just like to pretend that the movies never really happened because mm-hmm. we talk about things that take warm, fuzzy, nostalgic childhood memories and then just turn them into cynical, almost parodies of what they were meant to represent. With yeah, the exception yeah. of Bumblebee, mm-hmm. um, Bumblebee is very good and my daughter flipping loves it. And now nice. she's got a whole collection of... Uh, yellow uh, Volkswagen Beetles. Ah. She's got like a little matchbox. She's got a medium size. I found my, um, she she got me an actual Bumblebee for my oh, birthday. Cool. Nice. She found, she found one of the reissues. This was hilariously expensive. Wow, it looks like a like penny a racer. But it, it's, it's built on, again, it's a reissue of kind of the original um, yeah. to scale Bumblebee. It was supposed to kind of line up with uh mm-hmm. with optimus um that's the only movie that's worth watching as far as i'm concerned yeah. um but uh seeing seeing that kind of level of detail and robotics and and there are so many of those like kind of collectible experiences that i hope start becoming more consumer accessible like i was a huge fan of of spheros a couple mm-hmm. years back i think they're amazing educational tools they pair up with the phone they can really teach logic and concepts like uh I saw this one workshop where they were teaching kids how to program. It, it's Sphero, I'm sorry, it's the little robot ball and they built a BB-8. Yeah, if you remember right, that yes, remote yes, control yes, BB-8. Yeah. So that's the company that makes it a Sphero. Um, mm-hmm. And they licensed the, the Star Wars property, obviously. Yeah. But it was really cool. I was watching them do this workshop where it was like, hey, we're gonna teach you how to program your Sphero and this is how you draw a square. And so, you know, you go for this distance and you turn 90 degrees and you go for this distance and you turn 90 degrees. And all these kids are like, yeah, yeah, cool, cool, cool. I'm putting it in. And then the guy just kind of goes out there and asks like, okay, kids, now that you know how to draw a square, how would you get Sphero to draw a triangle? <sighs> and and you like, you saw awesome. these kids. I mean, like just this raw brain power just fixated on trial and error problem solving as they moved their they they were drawing around and programming these little robot balls and so that kind of stuff i hope to see a bit more of as we get Mm -hmm. into the sort of this next this next year like i've got a i've got a um a 3d space tracking uh rubik's cube i've never been able to solve a rubik's cube 
I was 39 before I learned how to solve a Rubik's cube. That's right. I saw that and one so, on your on your site there on the YouTube yeah. site of yours. Yeah. I got them right back over here. So this is the the Go Cube, and I need that to charge. Is, I need to charge him. Oh, that's But is it cool. lights up, and then it tracks with an app, and in the app, it'll actually help you solve for like different yeah. um, algorithms to to get your to get your uh, your time your time to completion down. So, so it's time for the smart kids. Really exciting. Yeah, the smart kids. I'm doomed. That's awesome, man. Yeah, that's cool. Well, people can check that out on your YouTube site as well, right, buddy? They, yeah. they, that's on their one, yeah. Now, yeah, we're, my, we're my time hasn't gotten much better. I, I think I'm still like, I'm just over a minute 45. But at the time I, I like first learned how to how to solve a Rubik's Cube with a GoCube, GoCube got me down to two minutes. Right. And so I was like, yeah, this is, I feel like a functional adult now. Sweet. <laughs> so I want to bring in, I want to bring in our first guest for one second here. Um, we got, um, as we're going into, because you're on cars and you're talking about transformers and you're talking about all this kind of stuff, so it kind of just segues yeah. perfectly into it came from the basement season two, first guest, brand new podcast starting. This is Tara Graves. Hey Tara, hi Tara, how are hey, you guys? Good. Can you hear me okay? We can hear you. Yeah, that's Perfect. good. Welcome to it. We're gonna to. Uh, hey. You've got um, maybe Juan can help you with your tech there, but anyway, we can hear you no problem. Uh, cars, you've got a brand new, you got a brand new uh, podcast starting possibly on the Dean Blundell Network, but regardless, it, just in general, called the TNT Podcast. But uh, you guys are big on racing and cars and all the rest of it. You got it. You sent me a collection earlier today, a picture of some stuff. So while we're on cars and transformers, let's go to your collection and break out your favorite of what you got going on there. Uh, have you got a picture of the display case? No, you go ahead and just pull that right over there. Yeah. Okay, so ahead. I don't know how oh. clear this will be. Wow. Jeez. They're all That's cast iron. Are they, are they all cast iron? What are They're they? all die cast. They're all the uh, classic ones kind of thing, like the Hot Wheels? Yeah, uh, the majority. I don't know. Sorry, is it too bright? Can you see okay? No, it's great. We can see it. Just uh, yeah. hold it right there. Yeah. So the majority of these, they're M2s. Mm-hmm. Um, and actually, this is... Uh, Chris's collection, my fiance, and this is only just some of what he has. Wow. Look at that Coca Cola uh, back there. Yeah. Coca Cola yeah. truck. Yeah. Now, this, uh, this shelf here is, they're the most valuable. Mm -hmm. um, and the chrome ones, can you see them in the front here? These. Yeah, sure chrome? can. Okay. So those are kind of rare because there was a problem with the chrome. Um, the way that they were doing the paint. So they never actually made it to the stores. Oh, wow. Yeah, so a lot of this stuff is is really rare. You know, uh, I'm going to ask: is is there a Batmobile in there? No, <laughs> no, <laughs> no, because it's not Dodge. Oh, okay, all right, all right. What about all... evil? What about evil Knievel? No, about, no. no evil Knievel. There is. Uh, this is all Mopar. This all is right. all Dodge. Okay. Uh, and then I can show you um, one of my favorite ones. Something like some kind of thing happening right in front of you there. It's like the end of the universe is happening. Oh. There, we there we go. You all good? Okay. We can hear it a little bit. Yeah. Okay. Can you hear me now? Sure. Okay. Um, this is actually called a thank you car. Oh. And, and this is a 1971 Hemi uh, Cuda. There were only 250 made, and they only went to the dealers. Oh baby, wow! Right, so you only got one of these if you were given one from a dealer. So it's quite oh, that rare. is very limited, huh? Mm -hmm. Yeah, would make a great transformer. Look at it. Yeah. <laughs> was there a, was there an original package with that one, or did it just yeah? Like so this? they they all came with uh, packaging, and then this is 
uh, put all the, the more rare ones right. on display. Uh, I'm thinking that one might have had some cool packaging as well if it was like yeah. limited edition. It was, it was, yeah. There's some really cool. Um, You're going to learn real fast watching this show, Tara, to never open up anything. Yeah. <laughs> no, I open, I open up a bunch of mine. <laughs> <I too>. I, <laughs> Don't you gotta touch play it. with them. Don't play touch it. Don't play with it. You gotta free some of them, right? Yeah. No, I, I, yeah. I just freed a, a X-wing that I had from back when I was younger. Yeah. And I'm glad not to touch them. And I don't know. I mean, some of them I put away, but yeah. No, I love that collection's really cool. Those are red. I had Hot Wheels when I was younger, and I had like, but, but I had like the General Lee, and I had like, I think I had a little a little Kiss band, like the band Kiss. Yes. Yeah. And I had uh, what else? And, and Batmobile. I I like the Batmobiles because they had that little blade that would click out on the front of them. Great. Most of the old. I think uh, I had the 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 Adam West. The uh, was oh, it? Did the, uh, it was the Ford Futura. It right. was built on, with that 1960s Batmobile, and it had that weird little pop-out knife in the front yes. of this toy. Yeah. Because yeah. no I didn't kid even know it had it then. at first. I remember. I think it was my dad or somebody was like was playing around, and all of a sudden was like, click. I was like, hey, it's got a blade in the front. I'm like, cool. He said, no, no, that's not cool. I was just was a little nervous <laughs> at the time. I noticed a lot of the M2 cars have a lot more detail to them than the Hawk. Nice. Um, like on the inside, they'll show like the actual interior. The doors will open. They'll have nice wheels on them uh, for the M2. Um, Was that one in the package there you have in your hand? Yeah. So this one here, this is a 1967 Dodge van. Wow, look at that. Okay. And... Um, they only made 300 of these, and wow. they were only given to people at the SEMA show. Now, SEMA is the largest automotive show in the world. It's always right. uh, located in Las Vegas, and you had to actually be at SEMA to get one of these, and I think they only made like 300. And that one's still in the package, right? Didn't it's, open that yeah, one. There are some still in the package. Yeah. Well, that, um, that's really limited, that one there. That's nice. Sarah, why don't you tell us about your new show, Fair Friend? Yeah, yeah, sure. So my girlfriend, uh, Tina, and I, she's in West Virginia. I'm here in Ontario. We're both drag racers, and we decided to do a podcast together, uh, just talking about drag racing and real-life topics. Uh, we're going to mix it up a little bit. Um, so we're going to talk about dating, relationships, uh, drag racing, horsepower, sex, all kinds of stuff. And just going to start with two a month and just see how it goes. Um, yeah, we just, very it's cool. very new to us, uh, kind of out of our element, especially all the technical stuff that I'm learning. Um, yeah, but it's been great. And the one thing about the E1 Down Network is like, everybody supports each other. Yeah. It's great. It's great. Yeah. So we're going to have about 10 people from the network. Yeah, yeah we're going to have about 10 people from the network, it's like, including. It's like Christmas here. Including Bonzi, who's waiting in, in there, he? but he's uh, the he's room? going through Lachlan, well, he's going through Lachlan's uh, basement right now yeah. to try to steal things. So, Tara, thanks for joining us. Thank we'll you let so you go. Much. Your audio's getting a little bit there, but everyone, check out uh, Tara online everywhere. Thank um, you. And uh, come back anytime. Okay. Take care. Thanks, guys. Thanks, Tara. Thanks, friend. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. 
Awesome stuff. So, yeah, that's what we're going to do here is just we're going to be bringing people in and out and showing off some cool stuff. We got guests from the past. We got guests that have been on here a bunch. Um, uh, And we got our guest, of course, Juan. Yeah, uh, from some gadget guy who's got a great YouTube channel that everyone that's listening and watching needs to go and add right now. Mm-hmm. Because uh, if you're looking tech and you're looking for gear and you're looking for cool shit for your kids, uh, if you want to uh, teach them a thing or two about the gear they, as Juan touched on, the gear they already have, and you want to just redo it and rework it uh, and then rewrap it under the tree. Juan's a good guy for that. <laughs> He'll tell you all about it. Uh, I'm uh, I'm stoked to check out Tara's podcast though, because yeah. you know, like going to the Peterson, it's the Automotive Museum here in Los Angeles, is oh. like a yearly mecca for me. I'm just enough of a car nerd that like seeing her collection looks like the expensive end of the gift shop that you want <laughs> once you get to the end of the Peterson. <laughs> that was legit. So that was really cool. Mm-hmm. Uh, Juan, you got some time? You want to stick around and say, see some of this cool shit, or do you you got to yeah, jump? Yeah, I can hang out. Let's do this. Awesome. Definitely. We're gonna keep bringing right. in some people here. Uh, uh, our 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 buddy, our intro buddy, he's here. He's hanging out. There's Mike. What's Where's up, Mike? my hey, man? Buddy. What's up, boys? Hey, there's I- Mike. Mike's hanging out uh, doing uh, Mike that our intro uh, Juan and everyone else that's uh, listening. Mike is the voice in the sky. Yeah. So, uh, and he's also on everything uh, in. And on everyone's TV. So what's happening, buddy? What are you doing? Nothing. Well, I was I was listening to you guys earlier, and Chris, I I dug mm-hmm. through and I found this. Oh, Shogun Warriors one. Nice, and dude. It's the diamond boom. variant. Oh, nice. They're both diamond variants. Do you see those diamonds at the top? Okay. Yeah. I, that, I, that means I that's the diamond. They call those a diamond variant. So that okay. is that's like a variant cover nowadays. That is sweet. Oh, those okay. Are, well, there you go. Some money. I heard you guys talking about it and I thought I, I, I remember having these. So I, I dug through and I also found this while I was looking. Uh, there oh, you go. Nice. A little there Captain Canuck for you. So um, Damn. Uh, thanks for having me. Like Juan, that microphone, that uh, lav mic or that that's pretty effing cool. So I, I um, need I need everyone, anyone who cares about audio, and especially if your background's voiceover, because I came out of casting. So I yes, I you did. I'm very well aware of your background there, Juan. So this <laughs> is a, Mike's nice. also a fellow. Mike's a fellow voiceover guy. He's uh, if you ever come to Canada, oh I know, Juan, and turn on the TV, <laughs> it's all over. Pretty much, he's almost think about all everybody. the people going to see Spider Man coming up are all going to hear Mike first. Yes, they'll tell Heck, them that uh, yeah, they should. That's great, man. They should spend, uh, make sure they're properly spaced. Um, so, guys, as far as toys go, I mean, you know, most of my stuff. It's I was an only child who played with my toys. Mm-hmm. These are not, like I now as I'm getting older, kind of like you want. I'm going back and I'm trying to get some of those things that I would see in catalogs that. Christmas time, mm-hmm. like up here, we had the the Sears Wish Book, and we had the. Um, do you remember? Do you guys remember the consumers distributing catalog? Oh, geez, yeah, <laughs> yeah. It was yeah. like a. It was the best. It was the original Amazon. Yeah, I mean, it was, it was mail order. Yeah. yeah, yeah. So, and they always had the coolest toys. So, I I was a kid of I was a Star Wars kid like you, Chris, and mm-hmm. and so I, I dug in and and I and I found uh, my my good old. Oh. This was the first Star Wars toy that I ever got. Land speeder, which was the land speeder, and uh, the the little thing still pops up. It's in again. It's played shape. So we're you know, poor Ben Kenobi. Now I look back and I think you know I had. I 
I cut off the little nubbin thing at the end of his lightsaber because I thought I did that, that to my look, Darth Vader. It, it didn't look like, real. I know, right? It I, didn't look real. It so didn't. I, I thought, is, what is he got a tickler on the end here? What is this? I know. And, <laughs> Ticklers and swords and yeah, right. Like, what the heck is this? But it, what but we're going to do is design toys that will kill other children. And this I love gonna... the fact because you were talking about how Transformers, how they've gone and they've done retro uh, retro collections. And I know GI Joe mm-hmm. recently has done the retro collection. I actually went out and I should have brought it in. Um, the Star Wars collection. They did a vintage collection based on the old Kenner play sets but they did stuff that was never released back in you know the 80s so i got the carbon freezing play set oh wow which looks like the little platform and it comes with an actual carded stormtrooper figure or figure nice. uh that looks like the old kenner uh, figures so i you know I, like all those toys they sit on in a box on a shelf that kids are not allowed to play with uh and i know we discussed this the the first time but i thought i would finally bring him out uh, this is, yeah, this is still my piece de resistance. Oh, nice. This is the the uh, infamous caped Jawa, the vinyl caped Jawa, which um, still has the original gun and, oh, and the original cape, which I had no idea. And true story, one of my wife's uh, good friends growing up, he's a big Star Wars nerd and he's a big collector. And for some reason we got to talking and I said, oh yeah. And he, uh, I said, I have a couple of figures, but you know, the one I never played with was the Jawa because he was always so stiff. And he's like, is it, is it like, does it have the vinyl cape or does it have the felt cape? And I'm like, no, it's the vinyl cape. And he goes, is it original? I'm like, I, I don't know. So he's like, take a, a magnifying glass. And on the cape, the way you can tell is that there's this weird diamond pattern that um, the the repro capes um, they they don't uh, they can't uh, remanufacture make it make it look the same so that's how you know it's a fake uh, I said no I know exactly where I got this yeah. I I know pretty much the day that I got this this was uh, 1978 oh, man, uh, it was on old. my birthday April seventeenth nice. I got two <laughs> Star Wars figures I was at the uh, the uh, upper or Hillcrest Mall in Richmond Hill. Wow. Um, and I got two figures that day. I got a stormtrooper and mm-hmm. I got this guy. He never got played with because it was like he's useless. And I always wanted the one with the felt cape because <laughs> it looked more realistic. Right. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Now, as I get older, uh, my wife's friend, Ron, he's like, mm-hmm. dude, you might want to go on eBay and see how much those things are worth now. And I did. <laughs> so I need to get it graded. But, you know, right now he just sits in like a, a a mock card box now too. Uh, Mike, why don't you go find him. that GI Joe? I'm going to put awesome. you back in the waiting room. You go find that thing on the shelf and we'll bring in some other people and we'll, we'll okay. bring you back. I'll, I'll we'll go dig some, some more. Some more. <laughs> awesome. <laughs> yeah. We got tons of, uh, all right. So we're going to get into it now. This guy here is busy, uh, raiding Lachlan's basement. So we've got a guy on the network one, uh, named Bonzi. Now listen for a minute. This guy sold every goddamn thing he owns. <laughs> <laughs> paid, paid Chris up here. You see a couple of bucks to make the this logo for him, and then he moved and has been in Palm Desert for the last seven months. He basically bought a tour bus, traveled around America, caused a ruckus, and um, got a big show. Has been delayed at the airport. Battled with WestJet this week. Uh, man, the guy's got every single time he comes on one of these shows, he's got a new story to tell. But today he's in Lachlan's basement in Edmonton. This is Babonzi. Uh, he's here hanging out. He hey. Didn't, he didn't, hey, guys. He didn't have any real 
retro toys because he's not at his house. So I told him to raid Lachlan's place. What did you find, Vance? What did you find, buddy? Well, thanks for having me, first and foremost. Nice to see you, Chris, and, hey, and all you guys. Uh, Good to see you, so I am at Lachlan's house. As you can tell, I'm house-sitting for the next two weeks whilst he's in Budapest with his lovely wife, Deb, who I had the pleasure of meeting yesterday. Such a wonderful lady. Uh, we know who the glue in the family is and definitely the better looking one, that's for sure. <laughs> uh, so obviously I didn't want to go rummaging through uh, Locke's house and cupboards and stuff. He's very well organized here, I have to say. You can see there's a lot of containers and stuff. So I just kind of uh, peeked around and, and just grabbed stuff that was laying out in the open. And, and the first one I found, and I know these are huge back in the day and I'm not sure if they still are, but um, the good old bobbleheads. You got oh, a, yeah. a yeah. classic Ryan Smith bobblehead here. Um, Team Canada right. jersey he's in on Edmonton. the Holland Yards. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. good old mm-hmm. Edmonton boy. And he's got a whole bunch of them. We got a Trevor Linden one from the Canucks, as you can right. see there. Right? That one's got a big old bobblehead on him. <laughs> and then another uh, Canuck, Todd Bertuzzi. Mm-hmm. So he's Dylan. got, a, he's got like five heel. or six of these kicking around. <laughs> um, and then I really don't know. It looks like it was a gift, but it's... It's got Lachlan's name on it. So it's this little teddy bear he's got kicking around. And it says oh. the, the Eddie Van Whalens. And oh. um, it's personalized. It's got Lachlan Cross harmonica on the back there. Oh, as you right. can see. Because we all know Lachlan Cross is a, a huge harmonica player. Yeah, yeah. And because this is vintage, I was lucky enough to find this sitting around on the shelf. It's still got about an inch of dust on it. But I don't know if you guys have ever seen this, but it's pretty classic. Oh, wow. Me first in the Gimme Gimme. Me first oh, in the yeah. Gimme wow. Shot Glass set. Yeah. Yeah. Look Pretty at that. cool stuff. Oh, that's it's a cool. classic car. And then there's the different shot glasses that uh, come in this one. So, yeah, anyway, some some pretty interesting stuff around here. And uh, I'm happy to be at Locke's house. It's, it's kind of weird, but it's, uh, it's nice to be back in Canada after traveling. Uh, we did <laughs> nine months, eight states, and 7,000 miles in a bus. Holy cow, buddy. Just me and my dog. Yeah. yeah it's pretty awesome. The, well, there were some other cast of characters there, but we won't get into that because uh, you might go to jail or something. So. Yeah. <laughs> it, was, it was quite the adventure. Like you said, I, uh, stuff seems to follow me. Um, good, <laughs> bad, weird. Um, I've, I've been through it all. And uh, yeah, listen, no regrets. It was an awesome trip. I'm happy to be back and tripping with Bonds. He certainly isn't over. We're in Alberta for about three or four weeks. Then we're going to Ontario to do a tour of Ontario uh, for a while. We've got a lot of people to visit, new and old friends, fans. And then we'll be going to BC in February to tour around and trip around uh, BC. I'll be marrying some friends. Also going to go skiing with uh, Mercedes Nickel from the network, uh, four-time Olympian. And then it looks like possibly off to Guatemala Guatemala for a week. I've got wow. a free trip there. Wow. And then coffee, buddy. Yeah, and then down to Nicaragua for <laughs> for a week or two to kind of round out the winter. So lots of tripping with Bonzi to come just because we got no bus now. Um, the tripping will continue. And uh, Chris, we're going to have to talk about taking the bus out and putting in uh, something else. You got it, buddy. Drop us yeah. a line. That's how. How much do we got to pay you? Well, how much do we got to pay you to rearrange all of Lachlan's CDs and then open up that me first in the gimme gimme and take about four shots out of it and then put it back and see? Uh, and he'll be like, he'll get home what two weeks this? later and be going, "Fuck it, Bonzi, what'd you do? Thousand bucks." Bonzi, Bonzi's actually, <laughs> we can fundraise that. That's cake. Yeah, let's do it. I'll, I'll <laughs> reserve those CDs and uh, and have some shots out of the uh, shot glass set. His door knocker. Did you find his door knocker? I, I don't know. It's not. A, I had it on the wall. I can see the nail right above, but um, <laughs> I haven't seen the uh, the balls. Or I would have shown them. Now, listen. You're coming up next on the network, so we'll let you go, so you can get ready yes. for that show and uh, and all the rest of it. Thanks for coming on. You gotta today, find buddy. his that beer is- fridge too. 
Oh, yeah. I found that already. Oh, good. Thanks for having me, guys. Uh, thanks, buddy. Guys Have a good show tonight. Network. Thank yeah, you Bond. so much for having me. Barnsley's on next. Barnsley's uh, on next. Yeah, awesome stuff. Juan, uh, what do you got on that back shelf that you absolutely love for toys there, buddy? Oh, I, I got all kinds of things. So talking diecast, um, I have my still packaged uh, Starship Enterprise, nice. the Galoob. Oh. So this one's still in the packaging. Um, the packaging is in terrible condition, but the mm. the Enterprise is is looking real good. It's um, mint in there. The one where, yeah, it's it's mint in here. <laughs> on the rest of it. No, um, right. And you can also see like uh, my buddy got me the, oh, uh, the blueprints. That's the blueprints for the USS Excelsior. Um, that's actually the uh, the actual patent filing for <sighs> one of the toys that came from Star Trek Three. Oh, and then for awesome. for bobbleheads, I, I don't mm. have a bunch of them out, but I have a whole that's collection the of like. Right? Yeah, I've got my little my yeah. little pit boy. Nice, but, nice. Um, you gotta got have bobbleheads, man. They're they're great. That is cool. I, on my office door, I have uh, a flag, the Fallout flag, the Boston team. It came with a, I don't know, I, I think I got in a, 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 a box of goodies or something, but it's a little Fallout flag, like it's the team team thing on there. I know she have an alien, is there an alien up there from Aliens, the alien movie? Um, so this was, I mean, if you remember, uh, there was that whole period where I think it was after Alien 3, yeah. they were trying to make like comics and kid-friendly franchises out mm -hmm. of horrible evil body horror xenomorphs yeah. and so this is this was based on one of the comic series where they went to another planet and there were these different types of xenomorphs and one was sort of built more like a gorilla and another one had another kind of animals characteristics and this is the guy that you know the the marines could shoot him and he would explode but the spring doesn't really work anymore oh, so that's tough get to keep those in working explode but he's he's my uh detail photography subject so he's mm -hmm. like all dark and patterned and stuff so if your phone camera can take a good picture of a xenomorph then it's probably a pretty good right pretty on. good camera That's and then other than that it's it's like oh i just dropped him on the floor um after that it's it's my hilarious collection of lego iron man armors oh, so nice. I, we can save that Okay. Yeah, we'll come back to it, Daryl. All right, this is uh, our good buddy Daryl, who's uh, always loaded with good stuff. What's happening, buddy? How's it going? Thanks for uh, asking me on this. Uh, I know a little last minute, so I and I'm not at home, like home in Edmonton, where mm -hmm. all my stuff's in storage at my mom's. But I try to grab stuff, and it might be a bit more rock and roll, a little bit, if that's okay. If it came uh, from the basement, it counts, buddy. It did. But I, I did find some comics and just thinking like, uh, you know, Ooh, there's some the classic. Oh, look at that Morbius, Morbius in there, too. Since that's coming out. And uh, also, if you notice, like Enter Moon Knight. Oh, that's an oldie with Moon Knight, Ooh, buddy. Whoa, that's a good, that's a good intro. Uh, and uh, I know uh, you're a DC fan, so I brought out my number one. Uh, oh, what Titans. a guy. That's some good George Perez work there, man. That's that, the George Perez artwork on the, the Teen Titan stuff is fantastic. Now, yeah. Chris, didn't you tell me Moon Knight? Moon Knight's the is the is the uh, Marvel version of Batman, right? Yeah, basically, he's like the rich, the rich superhero. You know what I mean? Yeah, and uh, it's going to be out. I think is it in the next two months? Uh, I believe so. Disney? Yeah, yeah, yeah. So that's why I thought those were at least relevant because uh, they're coming out. And then uh, I've. So at Indie Week, we were sponsored by Jack Daniels for like eight years. And uh, they had this black bottle anniversary come out. And um, 
just recently I looked it up and like this is selling for about 500 bucks online. Really? Uh, some cases. So I'm, I'm going to hold on to this and see if that goes up a little bit. That's nice. Um, and then I got a couple more things if that's okay. Yeah, of course. Uh, so uh, good, I don't know if you know the band, band uh, the industrial band Ministry, mm-hmm. but uh, I, I was a huge fan and uh, I became friends with Martin Atkins, who was the drummer nice. on uh, the there's one tour that was sort of like infamous in the scene called the cage tour. And if you look it up, uh, I believe it's the video in case you didn't feel like showing up um, Mm -hmm. where they would put a cage literally at the front of the stage. And it was like fire going off and all this stuff. So uh, when I, I I became friends with Martin Atkins and he actually gave me a piece of the cage (laughs) that he's got tagged and. uh, Oh my God. Yeah. Yeah, so that's a picture. Whoops, there's a picture Mr. of yeah. There you go. What it looked like. So, so that's pretty cool. Uh, really for me, cool. being a fan, I thought that was pretty awesome. Yeah. Um, and then this is kind of out left field, but uh, my stepfather ran a food company in Edmonton called INS Foods, and uh, McDonald's went to them. And I don't know if you remember. This is going way back where this is the dumbest thing, but. The lettuce on the Big Macs were little tiny squares. Yeah. It actually contacted uh, my stepfather to for his company to make the machine to cut the lettuce into little squares for Big Macs. <laughs> so uh, when McDonald's opened in Russia, he was invited and he brought me back two official mm. pins of the, the official opening of McDonald's in Russia. Wow, those are mint too, huh? Yeah, so so I thought that was kind of cool because there's that not many cool. of those. And no, that's super unique. That we was, need to find the man who has original McDonald's cut. Yeah, we always find It's kind of neat. It's kind of neat. There's people that well, binge but, buy that stuff like Pepsi, Coke, McDonald's. Like, you know, they love that stuff. Yeah. Well, and, and just like we, we used to have this whole like collectible culture of like pins and buttons and things that we don't really do the same way today. And in mm. that like 60s to 80s. You know, like, oh, I went to this balloon fiesta and like, oh, it's got this special pin. Mm-hmm. And and like, yeah, they make new buttons now. But that pin from like 1978 is now worth like six thousand dollars to the right. Right. Like, right. I that kind of stuff is is crazy. It's it's like it's such a tangible piece of history. And it's it's this nerdy little collectible at the same yeah. time. I had the jean jacket with the square pins of the Rob Motley crew and Kiss. Oh, I had that there. big time. Yeah. And yeah. Th- those were highly collectibles, yeah. too. Totally, Absolutely. Yeah. I had Rat, Judas Priest, oh, Iron Maiden, yeah. going Maiden. to the head shops and buying up all that stuff. And then you had the 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 pack patch, patch had to have the back patch. You get the couple sew on ones on the sleeves too, right? Yeah, yeah. Good. I wish I still had that jean jacket. I said bring back some memories. You, you kind of miss those days because you know, as kids, you're growing up with like collecting actual rock memorabilia, yeah. and and it was a way that I think that we always sort of like created our own identity. By mm-hmm. you know, here I'm wearing the badge of the artist that is like my top band, you know, exactly. kind of thing. And like, yeah, and then also somebody walking like that band sucks. And yeah, exactly. That, like, <laughs> that that was totally. Like, I'm not hanging <laughs> that, out with that guy, man. That, that, that guy, that guy me, listens to Striper. Uh, I'm not hanging yeah, out with yeah, him. Yeah, what are you doing with a Duran Duran patch on? Yeah, back, you know? that <laughs> happened to me. <laughs> that happened to me with a Trickster shirt. Oh, did it? <laughs> oh no way! <laughs> Warrant. Uh, Firehouse and Trickster at Canada's Wonderland. And I had a Trickster shirt given to me and I wore it to Port Perry High School the next day. And a guy was like, fucking Trickster. 
I'm like, <laughs> <laughs> idiot. Daryl, tell yeah. us, uh, Indie Week, and what you got going on. We'll let you go, and then we're going to bring in uh, Karima, who's going to talk a bit of wrestling. Uh, we'll bring in Mike back with G.I. Joe. We got Ryan from PP1, on, and we got Juan to give us more gadgets. So Here what's going on, bud? Nice. Uh, well, we're wrapping up our year. Uh, actually, tomorrow, uh, Tuesday, December 14th, 4 p.m. Toronto time, we've got our online holiday Christmas party. Everyone's there invited doing very similar talking stories about what the year was like and what next year is going to look like. Uh, and we're going to ramp up for our next conference in February. It's online and it's uh, screen by screen, which is music and tech. So NFTs, metaverse, all the geeky stuff. That's what we're going to be talking about. And uh, indieweek.com is where you go for information. Sounds right up Juan's alley too. So maybe one, you uh, better tune in there. Check out one. Make sure you check. you're going to love his page Daryl. Yeah. Oh, yeah. You'll never buy. You'll never ever buy anything ever again. <laughs> like if you even go to the grocery <laughs> store, you're like, man, I want to get this. Mm-hmm. I need to get this steak or this chicken. Juan, mm. what should I? <laughs> well, <laughs> you, you want the pork? <laughs> <laughs> thanks, Daryl. We'll talk soon, bud. All right. Thanks so much, guys. Always a uh, pleasure talking to you. Have Once a great we'll see time. You soon. Good yeah, to see man, you, Daryl. Oh yeah, nice. and we're gonna just roll through the guests. We got them all lined up. Juan, you doing right. good there, buddy? Yeah, let's do this. All right, great. Um, awesome. So, along. okay, now we got to be real careful. I'm going to bring in. Two, I'm going to bring in Karima here now. Karima, okay. Everyone, just hold hey. on for a minute. Karina likes to cause a ruckus, so we're going to bring her in here, nice and slow, gently, gently. That's right. That's Easy. right. You can see. Yeah, that's right. <laughs> um, I, I my only wish, Karima, is that you were with Mike and Chris and myself and our two guests from a couple of weeks ago in the now available NFT version of the wrestling chat that we had. Mm. <laughs> That'll never be heard ever again. Yeah. Uh, Karima, you would have loved Arabia. it. You would have loved it. We could have. It would have been great because we had a lawyer on with us, which was you. You could have helped us through the whole thing. Yeah. <laughs> Anyways, we could have saved. We'll get episode. into that on the back end. Karima, welcome to the show. Welcome, uh, um, welcome to. Uh, it came from the basement. This is something that we it's our second year you weren't on it last year but we're we're happy to have you this year with it um and uh this is where we show off some really cool shit so uh why don't you tell us what you brought to the table today my friend so i'm not in my own basement um because i'm actually out of town so what i have mm-hmm. to show you um is my wrestling attire uh, i don't nice. have any like memorabilia or collectibles here but clearly we have some vintage rock shirt going on um, some Dolph Ziggler, he's uh, still in the show, and your girlfriend. Uh, nice. That's a great shirt. <laughs> standard John Cena, you can't mm-hmm. see me. What I love so about this, the like, Sorry, let me, Karima, let me ask you one thing. Sorry, you're not at your home. Uh, you're in another basement like Bonzi was. So are you just raiding this person's personal wrestling no, clothes we, uh, collection? this is what I brought to wear. This okay, is my no clothing. Problem. This is my clothing. Um, What's great about wrestling shirts is that you make friends um, when you wear them in public. Um, (laughs) Because wrestling fans will find each other because they're a special breed. Uh, So I got some Kofi Kingston. This was, you know, the problematic years. (laughs) (laughs) Back when he had the accent? When when he had to pretend to be Jamaican. Weird times. Mm. Some macho Don't man. Macho. There you go. Oh, I like that one. Brilliant. Um, this one was the first time I had floor seats. I got this shirt. Um, so it's Usos, but like, you know, when they were kid friendly. Um, yeah, it's like comic book style. Cool. Yeah. 
And uh, last but not least, what do I have here? Oh, no. Two more. I have two more. Two more for you. Uh, This is a fun one because it's, you know, a little bit of old. Oh, there's my... Mm. It's the Ronda Rousey. Well, the Ron- oh, I thought it was the, hot, the original Hot Rob. That's still cool. That's still yeah, cool. But she I paid tribute the, to him. It was yeah, pretty awesome. That is cool. Yeah, was, yeah that's sharp. He, he I like that. consented to it, as I understand. Mm-hmm. So, you know, and that's awesome. Uh, I didn't. I don't know if I saved the best for last. Whatever. It's Seth Rollins. <laughs> but it's the you know business Rollins. The jury's out on the best for last. I think I'm gonna always gonna go with uh, a, a classic Macho Man shirt. Oh, the Macho Man one was my favorite too. I like that. Oh yeah. Awesome. Oh yeah. That's that's it, that gets three oh yeahs from us. Three oh yeahs. <laughs> Karima, when you're not causing a ruckus uh, with the anti-vax crowd, what's happening with you, friend? What's going on with uh, what, what's where can people find you online? Yeah, uh, I mostly live on Twitter. Um, so you can find me at uh, the handle that I put uh, down there, Karima Rules. Mm-hmm. Uh, you know, also kick around on Instagram at Karima Saad. Um, nothing good on really Facebook or LinkedIn, but you can find me there too. Um, and uh, yeah, you know, I, I, I put out cartoons, political cartoons, um, and just general commentary on, on the deplorable state of the world. Mm-hmm. Yeah, not she lives on Twitter, but Twitter's given her a house. That's how active she is on there. It's awesome. <laughs> and she's raking them over the coals. You know what? They keep rejecting me for verified status, though. So, <laughs> you know, they they haven't really accepted me as one of their own yet. Yeah, because you haven't only you haven't like completely destroyed a movement at, or anything. So, anyways, <laughs> thanks for coming on, friend. Yeah, awesome. thanks, thanks for, for having on, me. And, this uh, is fun. I'm gonna next time we'll have Karina. Okay, bye. Uh, we're gonna do wrestling. We're gonna do a wrestling chat that won't get us kicked off or yeah. banned in banned in countries. Uh, yeah, that's there's a whole thing there. We have a hard time with our wrestling shows. Either segments get closed off by Vince McMahon, the WWF, because or WWE, because <laughs> we've used something that of theirs we didn't know we used, or you know somebody uh, a wrestler or a. a you know, somebody associated with the company will say something on the show, and a whole country will get mad at us. But yeah, we have bad luck. But we'll, we're gonna try again. We're gonna try again. We want you on for that. So, Karima, thanks. We'll see you soon, friend. Cheers. Speaking of uh, angry, Mike's back with his GI Joe. Hey, sorry. (laughs) I love, I love, uh, I love all the the other stuff that people have been showing because now I'm, I feel like a flea market because I'm digging through my stuff. (laughs) The same. Like I wish. I, I wish Karima was, was still here. Uh, this is a very, apparently a very rare shirt. Uh, oh, wow. It's tough to see. It's the Edge This Is It Tour. Oh, that's uh, like a kiss. Oh, wow. Our Road to Success. Sexton Hardcastle, July 1st, 92. Edge, April Karima's, 11th, 2011. Karima's uh, back. Oh, there she is. Uh, with his spine on the back. This oh. was apparently... Apparently, this was a uh, internal T-shirt design that was was just for the boys and girls. Um, but when I was down in North Carolina the last time, uh, Adam was kind enough. He's like, "Did you get one of these?" And I'm like, "No." And he's like, "Oh, here you go." So nice. it's uh, it's a it's a very cool shirt that uh, apparently is no longer relevant since he's back. Um, but you got that GI Joe. I got the GI. Yeah, so yeah, uh, one of the greatest Wonder toys Girl ever made. Oh wow. man, was <laughs> this awesome? Was uh, oh, the uh, now I can't remember what it was the, the striker. F-14. I think it, I think it was. Oh, yeah. Um, and with with Ace in in the cockpit. I I was Jeez. a GI Joe slash Star Wars kid, so I had all and again oh, played with. But this thing kicked so much ass. This and they they used yeah. to have. Um, uh, it was like a hovercraft. 
which, mm-hmm. uh, which was fantastic. So the aircraft I, carrier thing, right? Oh yeah. That oh, was great too. never had the aircraft. I had a friend who had the aircraft carrier and really? it was a whole room in their house. That was, that such was a, just dedicated to the aircraft. It was carrier. like seven feet long. <laughs> yeah. So Ridiculous. Cool. The USS flag. That's what it was. Uh, um, right, right, right. So, Insane. and, and so uh, cool. so but the, I, I dug this, this guy up. Uh, I think this was like, uh, the, Oh, Star that's Wars the original, equivalent. right? Star Wars equivalent to the uh, Fleetwood Mac Rumors album. I think everybody had this. This was like yeah. the rubber hand puppet that you could shove your hand yeah. up Yoda's wazoo. Um, and oh, I was gonna—I was showing you before. So this is what I was talking about, Chris. It's, oh uh, wow, the, the Kenner Vintage Collection, and it's uh, uh, you can kind of see it—the carbon oh, that's chamber. Cool, and it comes with a frozen Han. Wow. Uh, and also, this was yeah a carded. Oh wow! Like, old school. That's nice. It looks like the old Star Wars. Now, does which, it have like a spring-loaded catapult so that Luke can jump out of the carbonite? You wish. Freezing. They, here's the great. Apparently, this thing you can you can connect two sides to it to make it like the one thing because this is only <sighs> the one half. But um, yeah, and I remember as a kid with cardboard trying to recreate yeah. this just because or lego yeah. lego was the other the other i was thing. making all my own sets out of legos for sure absolutely and yeah. uh and uh so it, this again the wrestling this is my first ever uh oh, nice. edge figure this was his king, king of the, the ring, ring. Yeah. limited mm-hmm. edition which i used to joke about in college that uh someday i'm gonna buy an action figure of you <laughs> sure we are and uh and this one <laughs> this is still my baby this is and which is perfect timing oh, because oh, nice. December 29th kids yeah, book of Boba one. Fett I am uh, I'm looking forward to uh, to the the three of us uh, discussing yeah, the reviews the mm. next uh, the next Star Wars uh, Disney Plus uh, gem and the trailers so far make it look fantastic I cannot wait yeah. Um, but yeah this was uh, this was again one of those toys that they just they they built them to be played with not mm-hmm. to be put in boxes, except right. when you're middle-aged now and you're going on eBay and trying to find <laughs> all these, these gems and also, in boxes I, again. And I also like to um, say before we get to Ryan Hank, who's, you know, very excited, very excited about the, the Vancouver Canucks right now. But before, I do, <laughs> before we go any further, we're going to uh, do something here. Uh, mm-hmm. Where we're going to announce the first, the, the brand new show, the Juan and Mike show. The two voiceover guys are coming together <laughs> yeah, yeah. to have their own show. Let's do it. Finally. Gadget yeah, gadget guy and Canadian nerd. It works well. Okay. It's, it's like a superhero We fight crime thing. and then use our voices to hawk products. <laughs> <It's> exactly. <laughs> I, Mike. If I had the time, yeah. Yes, tell, us where, tell us where everyone can find you because we haven't done this in a while. Where can people find you online? Sir? Well, if uh, I, I may not be Super Bowl worthy, but if you watch the Grey Cup, you uh, heard me shilling for Twisted Tea all game long. Nice. Uh, I'm still just the same old, same old guys. Uh, turn on TV. Chances are you'll hear me uh, peddling some show or another that's coming up on Showcase or CMT or all that fun stuff. So, uh, but yeah, I'm, I'm around. You'll hear Find me. Mike uh, where it is, and Mike, you get the you get the official award of the day. You get and and accepting the award is as Juan said, it's the Darth <laughs> That's Vader the one I had. with the little nubbin <laughs> cut off. There you go. Oh, I miss him so 
Always a pleasure. Always a treat to talk toys and nerd stuff. Juan, it was great to uh, finally connect on on, on this show. So uh, thanks so much for everything. You guys would have a great show, by the way. I'm not saying. I'm just saying. I know. We have a great show. Dude doesn't need me. I would be like Yoda on his back. That's what I would be. I would just be like. Oh, it's always about making the nerd lunch table bigger. That's always the mission. (laughs) Always the mission. Because in high school, it was so small. Michael, guys, we'll talk soon, guys. Take care, buddy. Take care. And we got we're gonna finish up with some hockey here. We're gonna go some hockey. Well, I'm sure he's got. I know he's got other stuff, but I'm just saying. First and foremost, before we do anything, Juan being in being in (laughs) in LA, Juan being in LA, I'm sure you're a giant hockey fan. But uh, before we go any (laughs) further. What is Giant that? production, buddy. Oh, we're <laughs> to have a the Canucks have won four in a row. That's your update. That's been Nerds on Ice. And, and that was Boudreaux, impressive. Like that new chant. Boudreaux is against the new chant. Mm-hmm. Isn't there, 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 there's 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 a only chant for him? Only hockey fans that, that are like non-guitar hockey fans would come up with that, Chris. What, what was that chant though? I can't, I'm just blanking Bruce, on it. It's Bruce, Bruce, there, there it is. is. Yeah, Bruce, there it is. Okay, Ryan. Bruce Ryan Hanks here. He's with the PP1 podcast on the Dean Bundell Network. Uh, former neighbor of mine. Always I got, got a some cool shit. Out too. And he's nice. got a dog there, and he's got some cool shit. You are the last guest of the day. Uh, what do you got, my friend? What do you okay, got? Okay, so I couldn't. I, I've shown you guys this before. Um, I couldn't find my power glove. I think I put it in the basement. Oh so man! You guys have seen that before. I can always bring that rocket. You can. I'm trying to do my thing here. It's so bad. So, and I was at my parents' house yesterday. It was my dad's birthday. So I was rummaging. You brought up, like, you know, came from the basement. I'm like, well, all my good stuff's in their basement. So they only live like five minutes away. So I'm looking. Now, I used to have the Proton Pack from Ghostbusters, like, when it came out. I had the TK or the PKE meter. Again, that was like, I think we finally threw it out because I probably broke it like beyond recognition. But it's funny. So there's a couple things. So everybody's bringing up bobbleheads. Mm-hmm. I've got Chaz Michael Michaels, Blades <laughs> <laughs> of Glory bobblehead. Got the DVD. Now we're talking hockey, but only for a second. So mm-hmm. remember starting lineup? Oh yes. So you know how hard the goalies were to find. <sighs> like you, you could always get players, but you can never find the goalies. Right. So we got an Esposito. With oh, the mask, yeah. I mean, it's always about like the little, to- like the pieces, right? It is lose. Those are the best parts. So <laughs> you're right. You're right. Like it's like, and I'm gonna bring up. So like my jam growing up, when everyone was playing hockey cards and doing, you know, all the hockey stuff, I was into Ninja Turtles and the mm-hmm. comics. I have like yeah. the the first. I, I probably should have grabbed that. I think I posted it on your guys' Instagram there. Mm-hmm. Um, like the number one, the Eastman and Laird, not like the really expensive adult version. Um, Ninja Turtle comic, but I've got my dad bought me, he always bought me two. So one I could read, and then one I would save and put away. And he did the same thing. That's my a good dad. That is a good that's that's positive parenting. And, and it was exactly. And he did that for my sister too. So she has like the first edition Barbie comic he, uh, with like the credit card and everything. Like I'm talking <laughs> impressive stuff. Wow. So in like the first edition, like Little Mermaid and all these things. So he took care of us on the comic book side. But I, like, I was massive into turtles. So I didn't have the Technodrome, but I had the sewer. I had the, the turtle van. I had the cheap skate. I had, uh, oh, my goodness, didn't have uh, the modules that drilled into the center of the earth. And I can't find 
the other one, but I have now they're all most of them are missing belts. So we got Leonardo. Mm-hmm. Um, you guys are talking about wrestling too, oh, like wrestling figures. So uh, Michelangelo got a little bit hammed up. <laughs> I used to, I had a, like a WWF wrestling ring. <laughs> yeah, I got it from Value Village. And now these are all original. These were mine from as a kid. But as I was mm-hmm. in my teenage years in wrestling, so I made my own wrestling ring, and I would make like my own cards and everything too. I made a ladder out of Lego, so I could have ladder matches. I, I got my mom to make me like little belts and I had like Velcro straps and stuff. So we had like That's ladder awesome. matches. So That's awesome. I had, so we got Donat or sorry, Leonardo. We got uh, Michelangelo. So there's a Donatello, original Donatello. Wow. I know he still has his belt on. I, I couldn't tell you how that happened, um, <laughs> which is awesome. crazy. So we've got a rock city with minus an arm. So again, mm-hmm. these have lasted since the 80s. So yeah, you, imagine, yeah. you know, we've got uh, PandaCon. Oh, oh wow! I know. So These are just in Ryan's like bedroom, by the way. Oh man, this is it, well, well, they are now. <laughs> they are now. I brought them home. So we got like the Rat King. I don't know if you guys ever mm-hmm. saw that episode. Um, we've got uh, Metalhead, which has been I. Oh, I love Metalhead. Yeah, I did too. I when I graduated grade two, I don't know why we were in Kamloops. I think my dad's cousin we were going to visit. So we were in the mall, and I was like. This is what I wanted for like passing grade two. So we went to the Toys and Wheels retro moment, retro yeah, moment. Yeah. And so I ended up getting the metalhead. So there's that one. Then I had their slash. This is before um, TMNT two. Wow. So this is kind of like I think this is kind of where they figured out with uh, with Toka. So I never had the Toka, yeah. but I had Slash. Now mm-hmm. he got a comic. And then uh, what did we got? Like Muckman. So he had like a garbage bale <laughs> and he had like a little buddy that oh, sat yeah. in there. That's right. Um, and then I have like a schwack of Michelangelo. So I had the skateboarding Michelangelo, which, mm-hmm. and I had the surfing one, same series. Jesus, I Ryan. Oh, those Jesus. are awesome, dude. <laughs> so I, I switched the legs, as you can see, because they're, yeah. I use it because this guy was better as Stone Cold Steve Austin. And this guy, I think, was like, because <laughs> he could do the rock bottom, right? Oh, I get it. I so, get it. Yeah. So then I had uh, Raphael was a rock star. So there's that one there. Oh, look at that one with the zebra skin pants. Oh, Jeez. wow. Like just unreal, right? And then I had the Leonardo. So this was the tackling Leonardo. Oh, yeah. Football so he, style. So he did like, he had like the <sighs> hammer, the hammer elbow. And yeah. he's got, oh, there's Michelangelo's leg. So that's where it went. There you go. I'd like to point out that if we've had any oh, casual God. female viewers, they're now not watching the show. So here's, here's the so thing. We've gotten, rid of, we've gotten rid of the, the garbage. And we've I got the good No, we've got, got, got the good one. We had a skateboard. Yeah. That one's awesome. <laughs> Look at this. Amazing. Um, oh, yeah. The Raphael. I think he had a hip replacement because his legs. Oh, there we go. We just got to get him connected in the middle there. So this is the space Raphael. Oh, wow. And he had a tube and he had like the the whatchamacallit, the space helmet. Again, yeah. Clearly lost. But there was like a tube that connected to it, which is super cool. Um, we had, I can't remember this guy's name. He is E something. Oh, oh Fugitoid. Yeah. Oh, good so, one. Yeah. Man. He was he was so, he was from the the actual comics. Like I don't, yeah. I think he yeah, was yeah, in the yeah. show, but and but then, that was like legit the uh, Triceraton storyline yeah. from Eastman so, and Laird. Yeah, that's had, cool. Now you saw that's that's legit. Day. Yeah, right. I, I had Fugitoid and I had Metal. I I wanted the robots. So and can so, you tell what leg that's from? Where no. am I here? Oh, I can't see. So that is from Rasputin. 
Oh. And this one, this was the first one I got from the Toads, right? Nice. Yeah, I remember that series as well. Somehow this guy, I don't, I never bothered with him. He was kind of like, I got him and I think I just wanted all the guys. So it was just like, check, check on him. Yeah, um, yeah. I think that was it for Nitros. And then I got, I, I mean, I have more. This is what was left. Really? Holy smokes. And then this guy, this is not Ninja Turtles, but I can't remember how I got this guy. Oh, it's like one of those trolls. Yeah, but like he had like he used to have like a little gem in there and he did some funky stuff. So again, he was a pretty sweet wrestler in in the Ryan Wrestling Federation. Yeah. Um, yeah. <laughs> I love it. Did, did, Ryan, did you ever do the mail-in wrestling thing? Anybody on this panel do the thing oh. where it was like you had to write a letter in they would send you back uh, they would send you back this sort of like send in your wrestlers uh, uh height, weight finishing move blah 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 and they would then they would put out a, a newsletter and it was it was like the first foray into fantasy booking really? that i had ever done oh. where i'd send in and my guy's name was stud and then you'd get the you'd get the newsletter back five weeks later and it's like you know stud arrives to the something something network and oh, stud man. just won the title and you're just like running i'm running around the house yeah. Like, yeah, it's like a hockey fun. fantasy hockey but fantasy yeah. i see i wrote for the offspring that's about it and i got some postcards and that was pretty cool i just figured I'm like <laughs> oh they know me this is so awesome yeah. uh <laughs> we gotta we gotta wrap soon ryan uh buddy where can people find you online my friend and um, all the good stuff always 94 we've got our pp1 podcast that's going really strong um and if fantasy football people we've got our uh, that helps no one show tomorrow night at nine um uh, it's a mess and it's it's so much fun so make mm-hmm. sure you guys tune to that there's no podcast like you just tune into that and it's usually a nsfw that's for sure um but uh, we basically go over our fantasy teams. I'm out of a few leagues, so um, you'll be sure to find that out tomorrow from the other guys. And, um, yeah, that's pretty much it. The hockey show, um, I mean, just hanging out with you guys occasionally is always good. Obviously, anytime it's Ninja Turtles, like, sign me up. Monthly, nice. I'll be there. Sounds, like a, that's sounds like a show for January, Chris. Oh, Very dude, you kidding me? Yeah. Ninja Turtles all and I'll geek out hard for that, for sure. Brian, See, I got a stack of them, and I got a bunch of the video games. They had some great NES games. Oh. Not to get us off on it. I know we got to end here, but sorry. But for some of the time. NES original Nintendo games were great. Absolutely. Thanks, buddy. Thanks, guys. Thanks, Thanks for, for joining, me. man. We'll talk to you in a while. buddy. Thanks, Thanks a lot. Man. So, Juan, buddy. Yeah. Oh, we did it. Thanks for sticking around, Juan. appreciate it, buddy. That was awesome. Yeah, that's fun, huh? So that I did fun. save one last just yes, sir. piece if you guys Go want to see it real quick. Yeah, so we started with Transformers. We're going to end with Transformers. Okay. Um, one of the reasons I got into commercial voiceover and voiceover in general was the work of Peter Cullen, the voice of Optimus Prime. And it was I was like eight years old, maybe nine, when I realized that the voice of Optimus Prime was the same voice as the evil Trans Am from Knight Rider. Oh, okay. And oh. that's when I realized that that could be a job and basically <laughs> just set a career path. So this is the actual reel-to-reel demo of wow. Mr. Peter Cullen. This is what he looked like in oh the uh, early 70s. And uh, Don Schwartzman and Associates was his talent agent. And yeah. this is the actual voiceover demo. Whoa. This is the, the crown jewel of my Transformers collection. How did you like, can, can, how did you score that? Can you tell us? Or like- oh, yeah. I, I'm, I worked in casting. <laughs> so you would go to these recording studios. And sometimes you'd like go down a dusty closet. And you'd see just like all of these rows of boxes. And I'm going through. And I'm seeing like, oh, yeah. And I know that movie trailer voice. And oh, that was. Oh. Whoa. We lost him. Sorry. Big, Sorry, big orange. We big orange. 
<laughs> sorry, oh, I lost, you for, lost you for one second. Retell that for oh, one second. Sorry. sorry. So I was I was going down closets and seeing all yeah. these different voices and trailer announcers, and that was a Thundercat, and that was yeah. you know a Silverhawk, and then I saw bright orange Peter oh. Cullen, and I picked it up, and and it was this is this is Peter Cullen's nice. voiceover real to real demo. So well, this that's is, a great this score, is the, buddy. What a great way the, to end too. Yeah, kind of just yeah. rub it with my face occasionally. Just that <laughs> special Optimus Prime feel. Yeah, so we didn't. We didn't. Again, I hate bringing things things up at the end, but like the the movie, the the cartoon movie of the Transformers when Optimus Prime yeah. died. I remember being a kid, just well, being like, "Wait a minute!" The, uh, and again, it was uh, who is it? Last uh, last recorded film uh, role by Orson Welles, the voice mm-hmm. of, of Unicron, which I've got mm-hmm. well, the Armada Unicron up at the oh, top nice. of my bookcase right there. Yeah. Um, Leonard Nimoy is Galvatron, flipping mm-hmm. phenomenal. Mm-hmm. Um, had the Micro Machines guy, I can't remember Mashita uh, as Blur. Jeez. Just like that cast is actually kind of remarkable for oh, a, yeah, a wacky you know 90 minute kids toy commercial mm-hmm. yeah, great <laughs> well stuff, we'll have to come, have you back for an all transformers chat and it looks like we have an all ninja turtles yeah, chat sure. you just come on anytime you want but it's all good I'm, no problem i'm totally, totally I mean, this, this stuff is really fun guys i was <laughs> i was going back through and i was listening to a couple other episodes and i was like oh i missed the man of steel conversation i definitely <laughs> would have jumped in on oh yeah we should we should you should keep on you can always jump in here man we're always just like, send a message and be like you assholes i need to weigh in right now get in yeah right like, now Right I have thoughts. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> that, it's awesome. Like, but so many people are like that. It's cool because we'll we'll get musicians on here, right? And they'll be like, "Oh, so you want to talk about the album?" And it's like, actually, how was your toy collection? Like, seriously? Because I've got. And they're bringing up, you know, like uh, the last guys were the Evil Knievel stuff from the seventies, yeah. right? And the one that was really yeah. cool. I think Brent had a coat, didn't he? Uh, Brent Fitz, Fitz had a coat. Yeah, Brent, Brent Fitz had a coat. Yeah, yeah, oh, like an evil Knievel classic yeah. coat. Oh, dude, like some. So these guys love it when they come on here. It's like, all right, I don't have to talk about being in the studio or you know how I wrote this song. You want to know about my my record collection or something? It's like, yeah. So I'll be so like, yeah, yeah, right to repair net neutrality. But let me tell you about this action figure I just picked. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Juan, <laughs> yeah. yeah. well, point everybody in the right direction as to where they can find you. I encourage everybody listening, watching everything, go and. Uh, add one to your life uh, if not Su- super easy you, if you look up some gadget guy around the web on the twitters on the instagrams my home site somegadgetguy.com if you search for some gadget guy on youtube you'll find me there but it's technically youtube.com slash but i'm around um I, i'm a gun for hire on a bunch of other tech pub- publications so uh, once you get into the world of tech i'm kind of hard to avoid so <laughs> <laughs> that's, that's kind of my gig it's awesome like, we appreciate you coming on and making the time today and sticking around for uh, for our second yeah, this annual. This is the second annual, buddy. It's, yes, uh, second time we've done it. It came from the basement, season two, and all the rest <laughs> of it. Um, and uh, I think, uh, you know, we only do this for a handful of guests, but I got to tell you, Chris, you know, Chris does make comic books. Oh, yeah, there we go. This is, this is Chris's one. comic book. And uh, we, like two. An- we like to animate yeah, our yeah. guests. So I believe you've moved to animate status. So I think we got to get you an animated one. There we so, go. Okay. It'll be That'd a transformer awesome. style too, man. It's going to look pretty cool. That's yes. awesome. Yeah. Thanks, buddy. Absolutely. Come back anytime. It's really man. nice to meet you, my friend. Sure. Really nice to meet yeah, you. Yeah, re- really, really great to hang out and chat, guys. This was a lot of fun. Thanks, dude. Come back anytime, man. You bet. Take care, buddy. That was, that was a good show. Kind of, wow. Oh yeah. What a great, uh, what a great cast of characters we had on today. One, thank you so much for our time. As I said, gadget guy, uh, some gadget guy, go check it out. I mean, I absolutely. And here's the thing that I want to point out and I got to go cause I got to take my daughter to physio, but yeah. um, 
one of the things is the, what the, the, the internet and the power of the internet, like, you know, when we were coming through like the eighties and nineties and before the internet, everyone was sort of like mysterious and Juan has a show. And I just reached out to him and was like, man, I'm trying to get the V60. What do you think? And he got back to me with a big, long, you know, he was really helpful and then mm-hmm. came on my show. And then just, you know, the access that, he gave, you know, he's got a giant YouTube channel. He's got a, you know, he is the go-to tech guy on almost mm-hmm. everything. Yeah. And to have him like, just make the time and be like, sure. Uh, I think you should get this or you should get that is really, really cool. So, and then um, come on our show and as a guest and then stick around for the whole thing and, and co-pilot us and just be a rad guy. And, yeah. and like, just so up on the toys and stuff too, man, that yeah. we're into. So that's great. Really cool. Every single person that joined us today. Thank you so much. Tara. Yeah, thank you everyone. Bonzi. Uh, uh, Ryan, Ryan, Mike, (laughs) Daryl, geez, the list is endless. It's great. We just had a, we had a great uh, group of people, uh, today that came on and, uh, and everyone that's watching from home. Um, Yeah. Somebody's back. Who was back that we were talking to before? Oh, Kim Sutherland's back. Hi, Kim. Yeah. Yeah. Kim's back. Hi, Kim. Kim's back, which was awesome. And, uh, hops. Thanks for, for weighing in when you did. We've got our Um, our local ambulance, uh, friend there. That's Ryan Hopper. Yeah. And then uh, positive Mike, uh, if only when growing up, one thought of keeping those original star Wars toys in mint condition, uh, that would have been great. Mike's brewery. We got to get him as a sponsor brewery. Yeah, you I'll, do. I'll drink the beer on here. <laughs> you drink the beer. I'll, I'll, yeah, I'll, just, I'll, I'll drink the beer. Like, I'll show it off. I'll drink the beer on here. Send me some beer, brother. Uh, you guys can find us at kidsontheescalator.com. As uh, we've talked about many times, you can leave us a voicemail of uh, anything that you want to do. We got one more episode of the year coming up. Uh, I have tasked Chris with going to watch Spider-Man, and yeah. we are going to talk about Spider-Man next week, uh, the new Spider-Man movie. We're going to get into that and um, kind of wrap yep. up the year with a few thoughts. Yeah. Easily um, be the biggest movie of the year. There's a lot of competition, right, with COVID right. year, but uh, easily going to be the biggest movie of the year. And remember, folks, it's not pew, pew, pew. It's flip, flip, flip. I'm lecturing people on TikTok about it, and they're actually, they're behind me. They're actually like, yeah, that guy's right. So flip, Catch Chris flip. on the TikTok. Uh, Chris, catch Chris everywhere. That you, get, you can find Chris Machete everywhere. You can find Brenton on two everywhere. Karima, thank you so much for coming on as well. Yes. Uh, and um, did we miss anybody? We, we had. Uh, I think we had everybody there. I think we got everybody. Um, well, we got in the car. The girl with the new uh, uh, Tara. Yeah, Tara, Tara came yeah, on. Tara, Tara thanks, Graves Tara. came on. Yeah. Uh, so everybody, thank you so much uh, uh, for joining us today for uh, the second annual. Uh, it came from the basement, season two. Mm-hmm. Um, join us next week for a full breakdown of the new Spider-Man movie. That is Christmas Shetty. I am Brent from the Brent Sound Tour podcast. Good times, rad dudes. Thanks, everybody. Bye. I'm Connie Teeson, the host of Broadcast Dialogue, the podcast. We focus on Canada and the challenges facing Canadian radio and TV, as well as highlighting those moving the industry forward from podcasting and streaming to new broadcast tech. Check us out at broadcastdialogue.com or your favorite podcast app. What happens when we play outside? We become healthier, both mentally and physically. We become more creative and more focused. We connect with nature, each other, and ourselves. Let's Take This Outside, a new podcast hosted by me, Marianne Iveson, an aspiring outdoor athlete and nature lover. I speak to athletes, outdoor professionals, and scientists about their connection to nature, how it affects their performance and everyday life. Let's Take This Outside, available on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, and Google Podcasts, and at letstakethisoutside.ca.